Um, I have a message to share with you this morning, and um, it's titled, It's Not You, It's Me. Um, How many of you have heard that statement before, right? I think we've kind of heard that somewhere in some areas of life. It's not you, it's me. And um, generally, that can be backed by things we'll call excuses, We might not want to be totally honest with ourselves or others, so we say, it's not you, it's me. And these interactions often can cause trust issues. If we're honest, we could conclude that we all have trust issues to some degree. Could we maybe agree on that this morning? Okay, so some may not trust people, and while others may not trust various processes in life. So I already had this message done, and then um, this week I had the privilege of attending a concert with um, my boys, and so we got there super early because you all know that you want to be first in line, you just want to get in there for the experience and just enjoy it all. So we're standing in line, and all of a sudden I see like this truck pull up, and it's like this, I don't know what they're called, like cube vans, big box truck truck, I don't know. Anyways, it is a mobile storage unit. The first thought that popped up in my mind was, yeah, I would not trust that. Sorry, I did. I thought that, and I was like, man, people that put their things in there, pretty trustworthy. But can I also say that was pretty genius. Whoever came up with that idea, I'm sure they might be pulling off a good business. But That's just an example, and that was something minor and innocent, but I'm like, I would not trust that. So, but I'm not here to discuss um, our people relationships, rather our relationship with God. For some, the most difficult place for trust is with God. So let me ask you a question this morning. Do you trust God? And most of us would agree we'd say, yes, I trust God. So, another question. How do you trust him? Do you trust him with a few things? Or do you trust him with everything? How do you know you're really trusting God? Sometimes life will show us things that require us to say, do I really trust you? Or am I holding back? God wants us to be vulnerable. He wants to hear from us. He wants us to be authentically open. He wants us to to declare, here I am. This is all of it. So let's see for a moment how we can release these things to God so that we can truly say we trust him. We're going to look at Hebrews 11. Um, This is a chapter um, full of great examples of faith. And verse 1 says, what is faith? It is the confident assurance that what we hope for is going to happen. It is the evidence of things we cannot yet see. This group of people in this chapter trusted God in big ways. Actually, they trusted him with everything. But how did they get to this place? How do you and I get to that place? Well, it says they had confidence. And confidence says, I know God is who he says he is. Assurance says, I know you are going to do 
what you said you're going to do. That seems pretty simple, right? Or is it? Why don't we trust God? Well, I have a few reasons um, that I've come up with through just different conversation. And so reason number one I want to share today is that maybe we don't trust God because we've been conditioned that way or we've been modeled to not trust. Perhaps it's past experiences or teachings that we grew up with. Can I remind you that your circumstances and your ideas can be healed? God can undo learned behaviors, and he will restore brokenness. When we offer our heart up, we are opening ourselves up to trust. Hang-ups hold us back, but healing frees us. And I'll share another small personal story. Um, recently, I had a friend visit, and she was like, you know, Shauna, I really would love for you to come do this, or I want you to try this. And as she's sharing what this, this was, which I'm not going to share, um, I had this like pit in my stomach. And it was like, you know that pit where you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, like, yeah, sure, but you know you're going to have all the line of excuses that we talked about. And then she said, won't you pray about it? And I was like, fantastic. Sure, right. Um, no, no. But I was like, oh, okay. And then all of a sudden, it was like, I just couldn't say any excuses. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I just said to her, I said, you know, I have some hang-ups. But um, when she said about prayer, uh, realize prayer is not just about asking, right? Our prayers weren't just asking God for something. There's like this meeting of trust. And so it's prayer is more um, than just asking. It is about trusting him. Am I meeting God in response to my request? We shouldn't want to just say words. We should want to release our heart because that's what God wants. The second reason why we may struggle to trust with God is unrealistic expectations towards God. And I'm not going to lie, um, this is a painful one, right? Um, often, it's, we store away our unanswered prayers. But I just want to say, like, we live in a broken world where not all of our prayers are going to be answered the way that we wanted them to. But it's not the end. Each of us can write a chapter about what has happened in our life, and we can also write a chapter on the goodness of God. And when we choose to see our circumstances as a season and not a storm, we can choose to look for the little moments. We see that God was there. We see that he's still here. We see the whole story, and that is how we find hope. Hope for now and hope beyond this temporary life. Third reason uh, we may struggle with trust is there's a fear of letting go or losing control. What happens when we try to control everything? Do I have any other control people in the room? Because my hands are up. So, um, you know, when we try to control things, we actually fail to rely on God. And some things, I will just say this, okay, especially since it's Mama's Day, we have to control some things or our little humans would be causing complete havoc, right? So, but 
It's the deeper things. It's the deeper things that we try to control that we know we really need to be relying on God for. We just need to let this go. So um, we fail to rely on God. And control is the absence of peace. If we're holding on so tight, we're likely not living with much peace. This may sound crazy, but we position ourselves to be most in control when we give up control. When we give up, God gives out. When we surrender, which is our giving up, God gives out his peace, and he gives that to us. Isaiah 26.3 says, You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. And I have a fourth and final reason that I was just going to like talk about today, um, way we, for a reason why we may be struggling to trust, and perhaps it's a hurried lifestyle. Sometimes we don't make way for Jesus to speak and move. Oswald Chambers says, um, in my utmost for his highest, he's quoted as saying this, never let a hurried lifestyle disturb the relationship of abiding in him. So if we don't make time for God, how will we develop a trusting relationship? How do we learn more about who he is? A trusting relationship will never be developed if we have a what-can-you-do-for-me mentality. Instead, we should ask, am I living in a faithful relationship with the Lord? It's not about the experience. It's about the expectancy as we consistently encounter our Heavenly Father. This is how we hear the voice of God, and this is how we grow in trust. So I just, like, shared four reasons, and I'm sure there's many more reasons. And honestly, I'll be honest, as I was going through this, like, some of those reasons are pretty heavy, you know? Um, But if we step back and we look at and consider what those reasons are, you know, we can notice that it is not God. It is me, right? So when we say, it's not you, it's me, it's not God, it's us, There are things that get in the way of our trust. Trust, we learn because of those reasons. Trust must be a choice. I must choose. We must choose. So we've acknowledged those reasons, and now let's ask another question. Do I trust you in this? Do I trust you in that? Right? If we trust him with the little things, we should be willing to trust him in the bigger things. He, is he not capable? If he did this, can he not do that? So we're going to look at some more scripture. And um, Joshua 24, 15, and we're going to talk about who will we trust and what are we trusting in. Joshua 24, 15 says, But if you are unwilling to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. We can get so caught up in our culture. Uh, We can get caught up by serving others and sometimes even serving ourselves. We can get stuck in serving those uh, that previous generations have served. Or we can choose to trust in God and God alone. 
Back in Joshua 24, 14, it says, So honor the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worshipped then when they lived beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. So let's think about our serving and our trusting. Do you remember a time when you gave God complete control and trust over a circumstance or situation? How did that make you feel? Although it's not about our feelings, it is about our heart. Our trusting, is God, our trusting in God is not for God. It's for us. He wants to give us his peace. Peace that even when, even if, and even if not. He doesn't want us to live in the tension of what was, what is, or what will be. Is there something in your life that has more attention than God? Are there spaces of your heart occupying things rather than trust, peace, joy, etc.? It's a heart issue that requires a mental choice for trust. I love how Kay Warren mentions it when she talks about joy. She says, joy is the settled assurance that God is in control of all of the details of my life. It's the quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right and the determined choice to praise God in all things. Here again, just in that quote, we see things like assurance, confidence, choice. Seems as though trust and faith produce so much more, like hope, peace, love, joy, etc. We're going to jump back to Hebrews 11, and this time I want to look at verse 2, which says, God gave his approval to people in days of old because of their faith. Verse 3 says, By faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. By faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. So it clearly says it is by faith. Remember, faith is the evidence of things we cannot see. And when we look further down in Hebrews 11, um, I just want to point out in verse 4, it says, By faith, Abel brought. Verse 5, By faith, Enoch was taken up. By faith, Noah built an ark to save his family. By faith, Abraham obeyed. By faith, Sarah was Abra and Abraham were able to have a child. By faith, Abraham offered Isaac. By faith, um, Isaac blessed his two sons. By faith, Jacob. By faith, Joseph. By faith, Moses. By faith, the people of Israel were able to park, or went through the Red Sea. By faith, Rahab. So like that's a long chapter of by faith. And it's not just one example. We see many examples. So Faith is a big deal, right? Faith and fear ask the same or ask for the same attention. Neither can be seen. We can stand in fear or we can stand in faith. We don't have to trust God 
but then our faith won't grow. Um, I remember, like, we've been in the U.S. a long time. feels like a long time now because it just feels natural and normal, right? But um, actually, my husband, um, years before I came into the picture, he actually ministered a lot in the U.S., and God uh, gave him a heart and a passion for this country long before he gave um, me one. And I remember my husband approaching me one time saying, you know, like, I really want you to check this out, and I heard the whole, I want you to pray about it again. It's like, I love it when people say that to you, right? Um, but can I be honest, he, he felt God was tugging at his heart for each come here years before, and um, I'll just be real, and oh, great, hopefully he's watching. Um, you know, I remember saying something to the effect of, well, I hope you have a good life. <laughs> Not the most supportive thing to say in the wife role, but just being honest, right? God had some things to do in my heart, and it was a trust issue, a trust that, is this really what he's saying? Like, I don't just trust that. Bottom line, I don't want that. So I'm not going to trust you. Um, Anyways, took some time, some years. God finally got a hold of my heart. Um, We can't wish things away, but we can surrender and we can trust. Things won't be easy. They'll likely be hard, but we still have to wrestle through. Um, In Colossians 1, chapter chapter 1, verse 16 and 17, it says, Christ is the one through whom God created everything in heaven and earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see kings, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities. Everything has been created through him and for him. He existed before everything else began, and he holds all creation together. That is the greatness of our trustworthy God. Regardless of where we've been, where we are now, or what is to come, God wants our hopes and our dreams. He wants our fears and our insecurities. He wants another piece of our heart. A helpful way to align our trust is to keep our heart and mind fixed on Jesus. Philippians 4.8 says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Trust is nurtured out of truth. Trust builds faith, not fear. So do you want to get closer to God? Do you want to trust him more? You can let him get closer to you. You can. Choose to be vulnerable. Tell him what it is that you don't trust him with. Then ask, God, what do you see? And what do you want me to see? Sometimes we just need to just bring it all to him, right? We can walk through the valley, but we are not to live there. When our circumstances leave us less than comforted, Jesus is always our hope. God is who he said he is, and he will do what he said he will do. Um, and I actually, you know, 
there, Pastor Nate already shared um, about in Psalms. You know, there can be lament and praise. They can coexist at the same time if we're willing, right? You, God wants you to bring all of his things to him. God is asking for a response. He wants us to search our heart. He wants us to surrender. And you know what? Maybe it was like that example I shared in the beginning about that like crazy storage truck. Maybe it was like, you know, we're not interested right now in dealing with what's going on inside. So you know what? We won't even entertain that thought. Maybe we're comfortable. Maybe we just, like I said, don't want to deal with it. Maybe we're stuck. And I have this thing that I share with the girls in the youth group um, because we went away to winter camp together, and it's actually not original, so, um, but it's what the speaker spoke and, you know, talks about how, um, you know, if we're stuck or we get away from God or we stop giving him our trust, we stop letting him lead us, we can just pick right back up where we left off. Like, God loves you so much that you don't have to beat yourself up today because, you know, perhaps, again, like I said, you trusted him, but then something has come in the way. You've just kind of like mm, put the brakes up, built a wall. Um, God's okay that you just pick right back up. Actually, that's what he wants. He wants, like I said, another piece of your heart. Um, there is... Um, a song that we're going to close out with today. And I know God wants to minister to hearts, and we're going to just like be open to that. Um, and the lyrics say, um, you know, can't go back to the beginning, can't control what tomorrow will bring, but I know here in the middle is the place where, you're, where you promise to be. Will you meet me here again? Because all I want is all you are. Will you meet me here again? Um, there is a promise for a new season, right? We can just pick right back up and we can choose to be faithful with giving our trust back to God. It means our continued obedience and sacrifice. It means living in a position of being surrendered. God really is just that good and he can be trusted. So um, I just want to pray for a minute, and then I just want us to just open up these altars and make ourselves available for what God wants to do. Um, so Father, I just come to you now, and I thank you, Jesus, that you are good. You are good, and Lord, you can be trusted. Thank you, Lord, for um, speaking to hearts that just need to um, acknowledge and confess and just share with you openly. God, you want to hear what it is that we don't trust you in. You're okay with that. You're big, you're God, and you're good. So, Lord, I pray that as we um, just stand here in a moment and we just surrender and worship and praise you, God, I ask that you would just touch our hearts. You would help us to release another piece back to you. 
Lord, thank you for ministering so faithfully. Thank you for already being here with us. Thank you, Lord. We just want to come into agreement with your word. Lord, we want your truth. We want to trust you. So God, we just declare, have your way. In Jesus' name. So would you just stand with us? And we are going to worship through this song. And you know what? If you want to come to the altar for prayer, I want to invite you. And you know what? Maybe today, um, it's not about you trusted God and you need to get back to trust. Maybe you've actually never trusted God. Maybe you've actually never surrendered your heart to the Lord. And you know that something's not right. And you want to, you know, ask Jesus into your heart. God loves you, and he wants to do that for you as well. So, Pastor Nate, would you just lead us? in this place the Lord is in this 
good word from Shauna this morning. How many of you are thankful for Shauna's word and just for her willingness to get up there? I know it's a little bit nerve wracking when you're not normally a speaker to get up here and share. You know, a couple things really stood out to me this morning. It's so true, isn't it? When we struggle, when we fail, when we're broken, when we're in doubt, it's not God, is it? It's us. But here's the good news, folks. A couple of verses. First of all, 1 John says, if we confess our failures, our mistakes, our sins, that God is faithful and just, and he will forgive us those things and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Another verse that always stands out to me is when the man brought a demon-possessed son of his to Jesus. And Jesus said, I'm willing to heal. Anything is possible for those who believe. And the man said, Lord, I do believe. Help me to what? Overcome my unbelief, right? So when we come to the Lord, as Shauna said, in honesty, Lord, this is too big for me. Lord, I'm broken. I need you. He promises he will help us to overcome. But that comes at the cost of surrendering ourselves to him. And so that's the encouragement this morning, folks. You can't do it on your own. The old saying that, that says, God will never give you anything bigger than you can handle. Well, folks, there's lots of things in life bigger than you can handle. But God will never allow anything to come your way that is bigger than he can handle. Amen? Lord Jesus, this morning, we thank you that even in our brokenness, you are strong. And Lord, I pray for whoever needed that word this morning, that you would come and bring strength where there's weakness, healing where there's brokenness, where there's doubt, I pray that you would bring faith. Lord, we thank you for this. Lord, I pray that as we go from this place this morning, that you would seal that word in our hearts. We pray it all in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen and amen. So glad you came this morning. God bless you as you go.